I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, May 10th, and I hope you're having a great day. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM for our local listeners here in Roanoke Rapids and uh, surrounding uh, cities. We're glad to have you uh, on the radio. And then those on the radio app and those on the podcast, we welcome you today. And then those who are joining us on Facebook and YouTube, we're glad to have you as well. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. It is another perfect day. It's a beautiful day today. Uh, the sun is shining. I think it's about 70 degrees and just perfect. No humidity. Uh, really, last time I looked, not even a cloud in the sky. And uh, we thank the Lord for a beautiful day. We had some kind of crazy weather last night. We did not get uh, hit as bad. Uh, some areas had hail and, and uh, definitely high wind. We had a little bit of rain uh, last night. We were out. I was out with... Uh, my wife and uh, my children and uh, Ben was out with us. And, well, I say I was riding with him, but we all we met together and we were uh, passing out Bibles last night. And uh, it was probably six o'clock. And I'm telling you, it got dark. Brother Nathan, y'all were out too. And it was like, whoa, what just happened? It went from being uh, pretty light and uh, all of a sudden it got dark and got windy but uh, I thank the Lord for this day. It's a beautiful day. We're looking forward to a great service tonight. Uh, we have at 7 o'clock our prayer meeting and Bible study. We're in the book of Revelation. And uh, we talk about it as a prayer meeting and Bible study because we have a time of prayer. We go over prayer requests. And then we have a, a Bible study. But we all meet in the auditorium. It's not a, a closed group. You don't have to have a special invitation or you don't have to have a special uh, pass to get in. It's open for everyone. We want you to come and join us. At 7 o'clock, the teens have their Bible study that meets. Uh, they, they're dismissed from the main service, and they have their Bible study uh, every Wednesday night. And then we have our master clubs, and that's um, a, a program for children. They learn the, the Bible verses. They get a Bible lesson. They have an activity time. When I was growing up in Illinois, we had a program called Awana program. Some of you may be familiar with that. Uh, there's King's Kids. That was another program that uh, my wife and I, we did at a church where uh, my dad was the pastor and we worked there in Illinois for several years. So everybody's got different programs, but it's a great program for the children. And they have different age groups. There's the, uh, the three and a half and four-year-olds. There's the five-year-olds. There's first through third. There's fourth through sixth. And so there's something for them. And we have nurseries uh, every Wednesday night for for the children, three and a half and below. And so uh, bring your family. I mean, come. It's a great time. You know, it's amazing to me how uh, people do a lot of stuff and uh, people have a lot of things going on, whether it's sports or whether it's uh, uh, music lessons or it's hobbies or it's, you know, whatever. And, and we do that. And I think we, our children need to be involved in stuff. Uh, but the most important thing for our children to be involved in is, is the church. You say, well, it, we can teach our children the Bible at home. 
you're right, and I hope you do. <laughs> if you're not teaching the Bible at home, your children are going to be in trouble. But, uh, but, but home is so important, but you need the church, and you need uh, your children to be in the place, the institution that Jesus Christ started and that God ordained is the local church. It's God's plan uh, for His people. And it's uh, so important for children to get in that habit and for children to learn the importance of church. You say, where do they learn that? They learn that from mom and dad. And uh, I don't know, I don't even know what's on TV tonight. I have no idea. But I promise you, there's nothing on TV that is more important than what's going to happen at church tonight. And you say, well, we go to a different church. Good. Then you be in your church, but be in church uh, tonight. And I hope you be praying for the service. Then I want to say uh, this weekend, we're looking forward to Mother's Day. We'll honor all of the mothers on Sunday morning in both services. Saturday is our ladies' luncheon. And ladies, I'm so excited for you to get to uh, be here in the Evans building. It's, that's the, the building behind me here. And it, it's already, they're getting things started and we'll do a lot of work tonight after church. And then Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday at noon is that ladies' luncheon. For all of our ladies, uh, your, your, your daughters uh, can come, your sisters can come, your mother can come, your, your, your friends, neighbors, coworkers. We want you to come, and I hope you'll enjoy a wonderful time uh, this Saturday at our ladies' luncheon. Uh, we are um, looking forward to, uh, of course, the service tonight. One birthday today, and that is Natalie Woodruff. I got to see Natalie uh, this morning in chapel. Of course, she's a student at our school, and she just recently got baptized here. And We thank the Lord for Natalie and her family, and uh, happy birthday to Natalie. Let's pray for our church, our school. Pray for our missionaries, pray for one another, and uh, let's uh, pray that God would uh, bless us and use us and help us to be a witness today. Let's go to a song. Here's a great song, Tell Me That Story, and uh, I think you'll enjoy this song by the Daughters of Calvary as they sing, and then the Bible study in Psalm 119.
Amen. That's a great song. Hope you enjoyed that. And I uh, thank the Lord for uh, the, the story of the cross and the story of what Jesus did on Calvary for you and for me. I was looking at the comments uh, during that song. Uh, Sheila, I saw your comment uh, that you will be here on Saturday for that ladies' lunch, and I'm so happy that you're coming. I, I know you have a great time. Uh, Joanna, my wife Joanna, she has done a lot of the work of organizing but I'm amazed how many folks she's got that have been working so hard and so many ladies have jumped in and fellas been working. I know Brother Nathan, you were over there yesterday doing some work and uh, Brother uh, Andy and Brother Chris, they've already been doing some setup and uh, a lot of folks have been working. Mrs. Sharon Rabin, uh, she's going to be at the lunch and she'll be speaking and bringing the challenge to the ladies. And uh, she and uh, her husband, they are at the Beacon Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina. Great church and wonderful folks. And I know you ladies will be blessed and encouraged by uh, her, her lesson that she'll be bringing uh, on Saturday. Let's look at Psalm 119. This is the last verse in this section of Psalm 119. And uh, by the way, we are getting close. We only have two sections left after we finish this verse today. And so we're on the home stretch of Psalm 119 where there are 176 verses. So we've gone through them. And here we are today on verse number 160. Uh, the Bible says, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Uh, the word I want to give you is the word certainty. I won't go over all the outline, but this would be uh, number eight in this section of Psalm 119. Certainty. The Bible, this book, is true. It is certain. It is correct from the beginning in its entirety. So when we say from the beginning, we're not just talking about the beginning of time, although that certainly is true, but we're talking about it is true from the very beginning. God did not get to the book of Revelation and then have to go back and say, well, actually, we, I said this in Genesis, but that's not actually true. Uh, God's word never changes. It is absolute truth. It is, it is for sure. It is forever settled. Psalm 119, uh, verse 89. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Isaiah 40, verse 8. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. 1 Peter 1, verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth, now, now we're talking about the Bible, which liveth, you say, how could a book be alive? Well, Hebrews 4 says the word of God is quick, it is alive, it is powerful. This book is different from every other book on the planet because this book is living, this book is alive, this book is powerful. And the word of God, which liveth and abideth or lasts forever. The word of God is true from the beginning. Now, I looked this up a little bit earlier because I wanted to make sure I remembered it correctly. I was talking to uh, one of my girls. I think this was last year, Lacey or Savannah. They're, in the same, they're twins. They're in the same class. Last year they were fifth grade. This year they're in sixth grade. But we, they were studying for something, some geography test or something. And they were talking about the oceans of the world. Now, friend, I'm telling you what, this blew my mind because they were talking about the oceans. Now, I, I've been out of elementary, junior high, 
high school for a long time, but I know my oceans, right? I mean, that's not that hard. Now, I don't think I could name all the countries. I know I could name all of the states, you know, uh, in the United States. Uh, I think I can name all 50 of them. I'm not positive I could get all the capitals. I think I could get most of them. But I know I could get the oceans. But matter of fact, I know I could get the continents. And, and hopefully, if you're listening today, hopefully you could name the continents, you know, uh, on the globe. But they were talking about the oceans. And I said, easy, no problem, I got it. There's the Atlantic Ocean. We're close to that one, right? And uh, then there's the Pacific Ocean. And uh, my wife and I, we lived for, for uh, nine years in California. I went to college there for four years. And so I, I've been to the Pacific Ocean many times. So I know there's the Atlantic. I know there's the Pacific. I know there's the Indian Ocean. Of course, we all know that. And then there is the Arctic Ocean, right? Four oceans. But guess what? Look it up. I challenge you. Look it up later. And they'll say, while historically there have been four oceans, today we recognize five oceans. What in the world? I said, well, what's the fifth ocean? Uh, they refer to it as the Southern Ocean down around uh, Antarctica. And I'm thinking, well, that's confusing. All those years in school, I learned the four, four oceans, and now they're saying there's a fifth one. And, and I understand for those that, that study the stars and the planets, I understand they're always discovering more. But friend, I mean, it, it doesn't you know, take a rocket scientist to figure out how many oceans there are on the planet, right? And, uh, and we laughed about that or whatever. But here's what I'm saying. There are things that, that we will teach maybe in a history class or in a math or a science and, and, and it'll change as our knowledge expands or as our understanding progresses. But I want to tell you the Word of God is forever settled. It is true. Uh, the Word of God is certain and you can count on it. I'm glad that I don't have to preach the Bible and then in a couple years I have to go back and say, well, actually, no, that's not right. This is Now, there may be times where a person may misinterpret the Bible or maybe make a, a wrong application, but there is no problem with the Bible. The Bible is true. It is certain. This book is true. The Bible says it is true from the beginning, from the very beginning in its entirety, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Now, we know the mercy of God endures forever, right? We talk a lot about that. His mercy endureth forever, and I'm so glad. But I'm also glad that His judgments endure forever. I'm glad that God's Word remains the same. It is true. We don't need a, a new version. We don't need an updated Bible. Uh, we just need to get in the book and let the Bible get in us and let the Bible do the work that it can do and let God do the work that He wants to do in us and through us every day. I'm thankful for the certainty of the Bible. Thy word is true from the beginning. I hope you have a great day. Looking forward to seeing you tonight for our service at 7 o'clock. If you cannot be here, uh, I hope you tune in online. hope you listen on the radio. But if at all possible, uh, get to church. And we look forward to seeing you tonight. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. 
Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.